If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. Top of the morning, afternoon, evening. Whatever the case may be, morning for us. Morning for it's us. An early show. Yeah, we've we've switched to the mornings. It's happening. Yeah, we're a uh, we're morning radio now. Oh no, Marty's Let's not go drinking. Go to, go to, yeah, can we talk about the weather? Marty's <laughs> not coming drinking. Up, yet. Coming up, yeah. it's Marty Sleva with traffic. Destin Legary with the weather and Mitch Dyer in sports. No, Which is not the sports no. now. I don't think no, I'm really. Know. You're the sports guy. Yeah, I know that's yeah. the weird part. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This is Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast here at IGN. Destin Legary on my right. I'm liking the. You look good in red. Thanks, man. What is that shirt? You got spooky, uh, you got spooky just, monsters on your shirts. a bunch of iguanas. Like dead frogs. Like, it looks like a mouse. Is that a mouse? No, iguanas. Iguana? It looks like I a mouse. You just have dead I see mouse on your shirt. <laughs> I, I got it from uh, Design by Humans. They do a lot of really cool designs. They're designed a by human like... human designed it, my shirt. No, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to like a machine where it's a printing press. These are artists that create oh. designs for shirts. And uh, that's where it. I got it. Have you Please ever... give me a free shirt designed by you. Have you ever seen an iguana in real life? Yes, I have. I think they're scary looking. I don't like things yeah. with eyes. It's because they're like you see a profile of an iguana and it sees you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, the sea biscuit. Eyeballs aren't supposed to do that. The sea biscuit of the trees. Yeah. Rocking the cardigan, Marty Sleeve. Yeah. What's the happening, mardigan. my friend? First time, the Mardigan. <laughs> Mad Mardigan. Uh, hi. Hi. Hello, hey. It's Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Coco. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is drinking Coco. No, that's a lot. Mitch Dyer. Oh, oh no! So you're, you're a grown up. I'm so cultured. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an adult. I There's swear. A, in the town where I live, there is a uh, a, co- a coffee place called Never Too Latte. I oh, like that. I get it. Hey, I love did, that. Did you burn down the pizza place <laughs> oh in your my town? God, no. I heard. 
Did I tell you how like genuinely devastated I was about that? I just heard the story and I was like, wait, how does a pizza? Because you said somebody smashed their car into it. Yeah, it was was like Grand Theft Auto. Teenage girl stole her parents' car, smashed it into a gas main, and blew up the pizza place. That is literally out of a video game. Camera goes up. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's okay. Nobody was injured. I was just about to say like 14 people. Except my pizza place. She'll be respawning six feet. Jesus. Well, you know, she ruined pizza for the entire community. I, think I heard it was I, really good. Wasn't was it San Bruno that that exploded? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. well, What's funny is I worked at OXM at the time, and uh, our office we we're in a building uh, in South San Francisco, right on, on, next to the freeway. And out our window, you could see the hills, like to San Bruno. Yeah. San Bruno. And literally flame. one day, it we kind of looked over, and there was this fire. huge fireball, like. <laughs> So we actually called nine one one. Yeah, as many many people did, yeah. but it was just crazy. Sam this. Bruno exploded. Uh, hey, friends, Mitch. Just a quick note. Sam Bruno is a flame. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, uh, you guys might want to send a crew out or something. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's fine. I have no. I think it was a gas. It line. was a gas line. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that PG and E got in some trouble for that one. I think Frank, our news guy, took a bunch of photos when that was happening. I think you're right. He's responsible. That's He's trying to cover his own track. (laughs) No, I'm just covering this. They were really close to the scene. Convenient. Spider-Man. Frank's covered wars. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, bring it back to video games. Uh, (laughs) Xbox reference party. I love you. (laughs) Smash my hands. Just tear apart the bottle. Just try to pour it all (laughs) over yourself. (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, you're double. You're double fisting a water and a Red Bull. I'm Are you hungover? Not, not hungover. I'm just very tired. <laughs> I did not go to bed. Well, uh, the week's about to get longer yeah, because yeah. Uh, we're recording early this week because we're off to our company content conference or he says with a stammer. Yeah, so we're going to be actually bussing out of town, and IGN will continue on somehow. While we're we'll away, laptops. yeah, we'll, yeah. Be, we'll, be, we'll be we'll be pretending to pay attention during the conference while we're actually like frantically reporting. Bear listens to this. No, no. <laughs> so does Steve. Mitch is fired. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's always fun because we have everyone from the UK and yeah, the all the global guys. Yeah. LA. It's nice to see everybody. Yeah, it's like we we have people in the office. I guess it's just family yeah, reunion. Hug they, and hold Daniel they, Krupa. They right. speak English with funny voices. He's an yep. adorable human being, isn't I he? I love that man. Yeah, he's great. The Krupa Trupa. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. I like Nintendo reference. I get Destin's, it. I get uh, it, Marty. Nintendo villain. voice chat available <laughs> so, now. <laughs> as a result of us recording early, because I want to post the show on Wednesday, just stick to the schedule. But inevitably, something huge will drop. Massive news yeah. will happen yeah. between now and tomorrow. One canceled. Well, tomorrow they'll announce the remodel or yeah. Battletoads will get officially announced. Don't, right. Don't. Microsoft will buy Valve. Jesus, oh, man. something crazy. Dota 2 coming soon to Xbox One. No. Actually, I think after, at this after point, buying Minecraft, yeah. I can believe that. Well, yeah, you yeah. never quite know at this point. But So apologies in advance for the huge news we're probably about to miss. Our bad. Yeah. That Gears of War 4 trailer is pretty cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let, I want to go real quick into some of we, – we promised it last week. We mm-hmm. did our 2015 Xbox predictions. We did. Uh, good responses to that. Tons of listeners sent in their own – uh, predictions. I haven't and even I looked at these. Yet. Wanted to pick just a few of the good ones, a few of the best right. ones, ones I thought were either on point or just wild but cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start. Uh, Ryan Turford suggests that Mass Effect 4 will be announced for a 2016 launch, and to tide fans over, Destin's dream will come true, and Mass yes. Effect trilogy will be coming to next gen consoles. I, I don't want Mass Effect trilogy like a direct port with like updated textures. I, I want, want them to update the, thir- the engine yeah. on the third engine. Yeah. I think that's 
I think you're a little optimistic with that, but I think mm -hmm. that a trilogy with the announcement, obviously, like that is a very astute observation. That could happen, well, yeah. yeah. So Mass Effect, the, whole, the entire trilogy was built on Unreal Engine. Yeah. yeah. And we've been talking about, uh, Mitch, one of your predictions was Marcus Phoenix, Phoenix Collection. Yep. Marcus Penis mm. Collection. That's Freudian, if whatever. <laughs> Farkas Penis. <laughs> razor Ale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about penises yeah. and razors. Yeah. That's, those two things don't go together. Uh, but, you know, we've talked about, well, would that be, if they, would they pretty that up and maybe move the whole thing to Unreal Engine 4? Oof. That same thing could hmm. theoretically yeah. happen with Mass Effect, although it would seem like a massive File save as Unreal 4, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... That seems like a lot of work. I mean, that's kind of... <laughs> I think here's a world trilogy will happen, and I also think a Mass Effect trilogy will happen. But I don't think to equate it to the Master Chief Collection. I think it'll be more like it'll be like how Master Halo Chief Three collection. looks as opposed to right. how Halo Two. Because that's yeah. the thing: there, you can't Master Chief Collection only updated, really updated one game, yeah. Halo Two, mm -hmm. because it was its anniversary. Yeah. There isn't. I mean, technically, next year be would be Gears One's tenth yeah. anniversary. Oh my. I went, God, we're old. Yeah, the Xbox 360 is ten years old. Is that you, just Jeff? Hit me. Yeah, <laughs> are you here for me? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, but yeah, it would seem like could how much work would it be to move yeah. the whole trilogy yeah. over to Unreal in either case, yeah. in in Gears or Mass Effect? But uh, I think everybody wants that to happen. That's the one remaster where you know, like Master Chief Collection, it would just be beneficial to everyone I, yeah, and not so, just a cash grab. Yeah. There were also errors with the original trilogy where like pieces of DLC were missing from two or one mm. on some platforms. Mass Effect or Gears? Mass Effect. Okay. Uh, hopefully when they, if they do a collection on next-gen consoles, all the DLC is in the, the build. It's not like still there's, oh, you only get whatever mission right. on PS4, but on Xbox One you get... The other one. I'd be excited for Mass Effect Trilogy because I've never played any of those games. I still can't believe that's true. Wow. Yeah. You, you need you, to. I think you've repressed this because you, you freak out about this oh, every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah. And every time after the podcast, you take a deep breath and you're like, you take a forget me now. You're like, I still want to be friends with Marty. <laughs> Apparently, I have early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. Or, yeah, you guys are, are uh, hitting me, me with now. the men in black. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, there was like a there was like a year or two span where I sort of, I didn't stop playing games, but I played them a lot less. Yeah, and that mm -hmm. was sort of like when Fallout came out, Fallout Three came yep. out, and Mass Effect. And those are just I just sort of missed them. By the time I got back into it, I looked back. There's a, a drunken, blacked out gaff in your yeah <laughs> in your in your repertoire. Uh, I, yeah, that was back. I was just playing like anything that was like an hour too long. I was like, yeah, I'll play Braid, I'll play Bastion. These are short. That hurt my heart to hear that because you listed two of my favorite games of all time. I know, and I'm sure <laughs> well, I would but, love them. Yeah. You do hit yeah. on something though with with a potential of a Mass Effect, mm -hmm. you know, trilogy remaster. Is that who wouldn't? buy that again yeah. if you did play the three of them. I, I own it and I go to the stores and I still want to buy it when I see it in <laughs> and store. If I have you, that with Red Dead. If yeah. you're, if you're uh, a youngin or a Marty, you would 100% buy it yeah. because all your friends told you how amazing Mass yeah. Effect was. Yeah. It's just my worry is that I felt like that would have been a great thing for the first year or two of the generation. But yeah. by the time, if this happens, gets announced, and then actually comes out, we're going to be like in the thick of like, right. this oh, fall do you have 100 hours to devote to amazing yeah. games, let alone <laughs> next year? It'll have to be like a spring release. Like, I feel like you could even do it two years from now. It'll yeah. still be Summer. irrelevant. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, or like that sort of like where Dying Light came out. Like, Dying Light yeah. is huge yeah. because yeah. there's sort of not a whole lot going Mass on. Mass Effect 2 yeah. hit in January oh, of really? whatever year it that did. was. That's I think 2010. I, I got to my first semester in college. I moved to the the house I was living in had no bed and nothing but time before my first semester. And I was like, all right, I just blew no through Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Where did you sleep? I, I had like a mattress, mattress. with Mitch, frame. Mitch can levitate. He oh, just floats on air. Friend. 
No. Um, I just threw a mattress on the floor and I was like, all right, let's do this, Shepard. <laughs> let's do this, Shepard. Uh, did it slip? Like, was it supposed to come I up don't for remember. Probably, probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, if not publicly, I'm sure internally it yeah, slipped, sure right? trying to get it in November. Yeah. So, uh, we like that one. No, next one comes from Jake C., who says, My prediction for 2015 is that Microsoft will announce and or release Halo Reach as DLC for the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, again, I think that's Makes a sense. very safe bet. I think that's probably definitely going to happen. I would also back that. Do we, we know, know when the ODST is coming? Do we know when? ODST. Okay. No, sometime in the summer, they, I think. No, I thought they said spring. spring. I thought they specifically said, unless that was for the um, Relic map for... Anniversary, but I thought they said I, spring for ODST. I think they announced ODST is coming, and like around that time, Reach was free as games for gold. Oh, that's cool. It was yeah. something like that. So. I can see Reach at some point before five comes out, sort of drumming like the hype, like getting right. people talking about Halo. Again. Yeah, and this also just expands the well, life that would cycle. Have to be quick. Yeah, it would have to be like in development yeah. summer. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm sure it is because the existence of like the announcement of ODST almost guarantees the existence of Reach. Yeah. Because when this came out, we all said, "Oh, it's the Master Chief Collection. We're never going to see ODST." Right. Or Reach. Oh, lo and behold, here's ODST. Surprise. Yeah. Why? Why leave the last one hanging? Uh huh. Yeah. Feasible. Finally, Chad, whose gamertag is Dapper Dingo, Whoa. if you'd like to mm. friend him on Xbox Live, says uh, he predicts. Something like this. This is uh, this one's a little nutty, but I like it. All right. Because it's, it's sort of plausible, if you think about it. Sort of makes sense. So $5 to rent uh, a full game for five hours. And then mm-hmm. after the five hours, you have the option to buy the whole thing for the remaining $55 or just let it go. So Microsoft's so basically answer to a, a digital now. To EA Access, yeah, basically. A, a, a digital rental access. service. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, very direct digital rental service where it's like, okay, five bucks, you can... Unlock this bad boy for a few hours and then I keep it if you want it. If that's something that could roll into Xbox Live Gold or even like a more premium service than Gold, uh, like EA Access, you have a subscription of whatever, five, ten bucks a month, mm-hmm. and you get access to EA games early in a trial based period. You mean you mean the Xbox Live Diamond subscription that I've been dreaming about in my brain forever yeah. where it's you still only, have your card? It's super expensive. I do have it. Yeah. <laughs> I might even have it. I'll check. I remember yeah. you guys at OXM I had Will Smith. No, it was Norm. You had Norm go out. Norm Chan, might be at home. now at Tested.com, take an Xbox Live Diamond card. Oh, yeah, and we did like, a feature t- on that. And he took it out, and he tried to redeem it at all the places that Diamond was eligible. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? No, go away. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Yeah. Yeah. Who are it actually you? had a few good discounts, to Yeah, be yeah, some of them did honor But yeah, eventually. my dream Xbox Live Diamond uh, level subscription where it's super expensive, and it just completely ki- keeps all the riffraff out. Yeah. It's just, it's... It, you if, only queue in games with platinum well, people. <laughs> if you remember back, if any of our listeners are super old school Xbox people, if you go back to 2002 and 2003 uh, when the first year that Xbox Live launched, yeah. it was an amazing place yeah. because it was it was all broadband, which at the time was not something you just took for granted. And it was all like random people. Everybody was there because they really wanted to be there. Yeah. Like I would play Mech Assault or Ghost Recon 1 and people would talk, they would communicate, they would be fun and nice yeah. and you the the, the uh, SHIT heads were not yeah. there. <laughs> They, they only, you know, as the Xbox got more popular, <laughs> it's really God, I was going to say, sucked a dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to get yelled at by my bosses. I don't need that in my life. So I get enough. I get yelled at enough. So I don't need them throwing me off my own, my own podcast as well. But 
but yeah, so that was always my dream was because you know it's 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 a victim of its own success, right? As live has exploded to however fifty million people are yeah. on it, I think it's about thirty five, forty, something like that. Uh, you know, you are going to run into a holes and yeah. little thirteen year olds because technically it used to be you were supposed to be live was supposed to be seventeen and up. Yeah, it was not a place for children. Yeah. like that was actually written down somewhere. So yeah, I I dream of the of the or it's like a, it's like the uh, frequent flyer lounge, like the gold premiere yeah, lounge yeah. at the airport. Or it's like <laughs> you got to be this cool, and you, you got to you know. Yeah. And then if you're if you're still a uh, a dickhole on, and you do have your diamond subscription, they can like people can complain and yeah. they can demote you can throw you out of the club i'm just imagining like you you log on to master chief collection you're playing with like conrad hilton and like <laughs> just like all these like debutantes <laughs> benedict cumberbatch yeah. wait yeah. you're a real guy yeah like saudi princes yeah, yeah. hey if they're nice if they're nice uh, that's all i'm looking for <laughs> just good teammates but don't call me homophobic slurs <laughs> and <laughs> racial epithets we don't nobody needs that uh, so yeah, what do you guys think? Would you be would you be down for a a sort of direct rental service like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's really cool, honestly. Um, especially now with you know with the lack of actual demos for games, like being able to try something out. Like if you're not sure if you're going to dig something mm-hmm. like Dying Light, or if you're not sure you're going to dig, you know, Evolve. Uh, like being able to play it for an hour, five hours, you right. know, pay that money like what you would have paid if you rented a game from Blockbuster back in the sure. day, yeah. and I, then have the ability to be like, yep, right away you can. That five dollars can go towards the sixty dollars purchase, and I like that. I, I worry about the consequences of something like this, though. Like, look at something like Bioshock Infinite as a sixty dollars game that was like eh, 10, 12, 12 hours long. Could be longer if you really took your time. But if you rent it for five dollars and you play through half of it, that I worry that that would yeah. like, lead to developers making longer games that don't need. Because then people would be like, "Wait, I paid another fifty five mean, dollars for, for four more hours yeah. or He's, whatever." You know, right? But the the idea it doesn't yeah, have to be yeah, five sure, hours. No, of course. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I do like I, the idea of rentals. I've always said that I want XBLA to charge me in Microsoft points. Like when those <laughs> points were available, like take 25 points away <laughs> yeah. and let me just play one life of X-Men. Right. And when I fail, I can do it again or bail. I, yeah. uh, I probably wouldn't utilize this, but looking at what EA's done and looking at what Sony's doing with PlayStation now, it seems like a no-brainer that Microsoft is researching something <laughs> like this as a viable income well, source. Well, let's hope so. Otherwise, Microsoft should just hire Chad because <laughs> if nobody at, at, in Redmond is that's, considering this. That's yeah. how easy it is, right? You just write down two sentences, re- reply <laughs> to like <laughs> Steve Bomber or whoever. <laughs> yeah. Steve Bomber's definitely gone. <laughs> let's do this. Well, is Bill he looking Gates? for a job with the Clippers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who works there anymore. <laughs> Get in touch with our buddy Phil Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Chad, good stuff. Uh, everybody, good stuff. Thanks for sending in your predictions. And now uh, let's move from predictions into concrete opinions. Ooh. Yeah, I just, took, I just stole your Segway Thunder. What are you going to do about it, Destin? No, that's fine. <laughs> Less work for me. <laughs> Evolve. Your... Yeah. Uh, it's out this week. Yes. It's out by the time out people now. hear this show. Yes, it's out now. We're recording the day before it technically is released. But the embargo's up. Everybody, yeah, embargo's up, and everybody at this table has played a ton of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of want to go around the room. Our review in progress by Vince Ingenito is up. Um, Full review coming soon with the score. Yeah, pending, pending server disaster. So, uh, yeah, I just want to start. Yeah, Marty, what have you've, you've pl- we've all played the game a lot. What, yeah. what are you thinking of it? What do you like? What do you not like? Because, um, you know, this has been a, it's been a pretty, I don't want to say polarizing game, but... Or controversial, but it's say a much discussed game. Like, yeah. it seems fun, but is it? Is yeah. there sixty dollars there? It's is a, it? Is it deep enough? Is it yeah. this? Is it that? It's an, 
I actually don't know if it's deep enough yet. Uh, it's an interesting game because our first couple volleys of previews were all incredibly positive because this game is a ton of fun to play a couple rounds of. Particularly like, with your friends. With people you know, yeah. yeah. When we play at that initial event, and like playing against you know other journalists that we are friends with. Right. Like that was amazing. And when we even play like on the stream the other day when we played with uh, Fredo and Max, like that was great. It's, it's yeah. knowing who your teammates are and then knowing whether you're the monster knowing that you're killing your buddies or the you know vice versa like that feels good and when you're communicating with your teammates it feels really good um there's definitely some balance issues to be had and i i know there's like a day one patch so i'm not sure if yeah like wraith is just <laughs> super, super OP. overpowered like yeah. get that thing out of the game yeah uh-huh. disable yeah. it yeah, yeah could you use berserk <laughs> and you just tear everything apart right? yeah so yeah. Uh, that character just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is preposterous to me that, that that character can go invisible, that it can hurt you, that it can mm-hmm. eat while it's invisible. <laughs> invisible, attack and you with an invisible DPS decoy. Than anything else yeah, in the game. Yeah. It's so yeah. crazy. It's so mobile. It's like kind of difficult to understand what's happening when you're fighting mm-hmm. against someone. Yeah. I really That's don't like that. One of the things, uh, when I'm a monster, I feel like uh, when I get into a, a, a ruckus, uh, I start just spamming attack buttons, and I can't really tell who I'm trying to hit. Like in my mind, I'm like, I want to get the trapper, the, the medic. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are the two I want to take out. Take the dome first. down, yeah. take the medic out. Yeah, yes. exactly. And then as soon as that happens, it's great. But then I'm looking, and I'm just like, well, there's a bunch of little things. Which they one's have the medic? Icons, which one's which? It should be just color coded. It, it, it should yeah. be. But it kind of is. It's just not enough. It's not enough. It because should be like a big blue arrow over this person's head. Exactly. The medic. Well, the assault guy mm-hmm. is always like he's dressed in red. red. And the yeah, they have like yeah they have. But when you're but when you're in the pulled back third person monster they're camera, so it's, they're just like these little. Yeah, especially if you're cracking mm-hmm. like flying in the air. Oh, that too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, during some of those skirmishes, the game is so fun, and it's unlike any other multiplayer game. Yeah, really. Like, yes. When you if you you know slap a dome down with a level two monster, and the person who's playing them is smart, it's incredibly tense. Uh, yeah, honestly, unlike anything else I've ever played, even like it's some of the same feelings as Left 4 Dead, sure. obviously, but uh, it feels a little bit different. Uh, I'm worried that there's not enough meat on the bone. Uh, I don't yeah. know if that was a monster eating pun. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it can be. Yeah. Judges, I'll allow it. We did it. We did it. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to play more. Uh, I, I want to see if there's other modes that we haven't played. I want to see if there's other maps because as of right well, now, there are. We've played it all, we've my friend. All that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna stick around. I'm gonna. I want to play as the other monsters. I want to see how they feel. Um, I'm gonna definitely put in some time later on this week and this weekend. But yeah, I'm not sure if this is gonna be the thing that you know manages to take my time as much as something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I worry because I was so excited for this, and the more we've played it lately, the more it's been a series of peaks and valleys. Like The, the high highs mm-hmm. are incredible. It's yeah. those moments where you're not sure if you can take down this monster, so you're really talking to each other. You're really trying to figure out you're trying to min-max basically all of your skills to figure yeah. out, okay, Marty, you need to to apply the damage buff so that I can use my skills and Marty... Yeah. Like, Ryan's going to tranquilize scream at your it. medic to continually you exactly. know, heal you. Like, yeah. stop trying to damage it. Your damage is too low. We're dying. Like, yeah. Please help us. Those kinds of moments are great. But for me, the I love playing the monster, and I always have, because it's just fun to just clown on this entire team of four who's desperately mm-hmm. trying to fight against something that's more powerful than themselves. Yeah. But the act of searching for that monster as the hunters is excruciating. It me. just seems it, it seems kind of random. Like you get those tracks on the ground, and you get there's birds two hundred meters away. But by yeah. the time you get there, there's the things. Well, and you guys are yes. talking about hunt mode. Like I think we've kind of all agreed we all really like the defend mode. Yeah, that just sort of that's forces great. the action. Yeah. Monster yeah. stage three. There's a generator. You got to take out three of them in succession. Yeah. To, to because it's on all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
he has the sand and minions try and take out what he can the yeah. one the yeah. one thing i wish was different in defend which by the way if you're going to play evolve and we'll get to the progression in a minute but if you want to yeah. increase the progression rate play defend it's the best way to grind out skills because you're mm. constantly just unloading ammunition and abilities into a monster, and it's the fastest yeah. way to get unlocks. But well, in that mode, I really wish you could uh, draw the aggro of the the tiny goliaths mm-hmm. that are running around because they'll start wailing on this machine you're supposed to defend, and you can beat the snot out of them, and they don't care. They don't really care. They're still just That's wailing true. on the machine. Yeah, it's like you like, can't well, pull their aggro to draw them away to, like... Like, I'm going to draw it away so that you can shoot it from behind, but I'm at risk because it's chasing me. Meanwhile, yeah. Destin is hovering above us as Kraken. <laughs> I, th- I think the problem uh, lies a lot in character design, for me anyway. Like, with Left 4 Dead, you had the boomer, you had the tank, you had the, the stealth Do you, are, do you like Stugger, the game, Hunter. though, Destin? No, not really. Not really. Wow. Um, I'm, I just, it doesn't grab me in the same way Left 4 Dead didn't grab mm-hmm. me. Um, a lot of people love... Left 4 Dead Hold didn't on. grab you. Wow. I, I played through the story once, and then I'm like, okay, that's enough. Like, that was wow. kind of fun. I like the character interaction and everything. Yeah. Sure. But there's just something about these games that don't quite click with me. Okay. And with, with Evolve, I don't know, like, at least... With Left 4 Dead, the the character designs were memorable. I remember each of the characters and the quips, like Pills here is a, yeah, a yeah. meme and everything, <laughs> and like Boomer. They were very distinct. With Evolve, like when I'm the monster, I'm just like, okay, I'm the big Hulk guy, or I'm the flying one, or I'm the stealthy. <laughs> I like the one. I like the design of the monsters a lot. Honestly. Yeah, I, but I don't feel powerful as the monster ever. Like, really? yeah, okay, I'm punching this one guy and I'm punching him forever. Okay, eventually he goes down. Move on to the next. It's just not exciting yeah. for me or uh, gripping. Yeah, I get that. I mean, you're. Yeah. You're this giant hulking gorilla dinosaur, yeah, and you're throwing up giant rock into somebody, and it's like, well, it took a quarter of their health. <laughs> no, yeah. that, guy, would, that guy's dead. <laughs> yeah. Would you would you prefer to see some like nice gruesome fatality type moves or something when you actually take a guy out instead of just him falling on well, the like, ground? Yeah, like, maybe it's just like, like just oh, a quick animation of ripping a guy in half well, or something like, like that. Oh, okay, his icon turned into a skull. I guess he's down. You know, right. as opposed to actually seeing something that confirms that that person's dead. It's just like, like you guys said before, you're fighting these tiny little icons. Yeah, and then and you're, you're down just, but not out. You're, you're punching like a life bar. You're punching yeah. a life bar. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah for me, I, I'm with Marty. I do love the game. Every time, every time we sit down and play it, because they've actually, I'll bet we've spent at least four, if not maybe five, entire work days yeah. playing that game. <laughs> At various times along yeah. the way. And every time the clock just speeds by, I look up and go, what, the day's over already? Damn, that was fun. But yeah, for me, the, the t- my two problems with the game are the progression system, which you hinted at, Mitch. It, it's not only just agonizing. It's, it'd be one thing if everything unlocked in like three hours, but it's, sure. it's way more than that. Mm-hmm. It, and it feels, tact- it feels like it's completely it is wholly tacked on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's completely it unnecessary. It's there. It's there. It's artific- it just artificially uh, holds back the best the game has to offer with no real positive reward for doing so. Yeah. Like, the whole point of the game is the variety and the combinations of which, monst- which hunters versus which monster. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, for the first quite a while you only have the first four hunters and goliath yeah. just like what come on just that really give me... only allows for basic strategy and the right the, the characters that unlock later on and i've talked about this with a lot of people especially like ign listeners who know my thoughts on this many of them say that like you know the tier two people are for them better than the tier three characters but even if that's the case then okay well then your favorite is the first character you unlock and then why are you progressing to tier three if you don't like the third yeah. one right so yeah i mean I do really like the game every time I sit down with it. But, yeah, the progression system yep. can die in a fire immediately. <laughs> just, just get rid of it. 
Put patch it out. What's they, the progression system with San, patch uh, San it out. Bruno Pizzeria? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send send it to send it to the same place yeah. that Pizzeria went uh, to. Uh, I'm mourning here. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. And then the other thing that kind of annoys me about the well, it doesn't annoy me, but I feel like even though there are like 12 maps in the game, with just a couple of exceptions, I'm not a fan of the maps or the map design. I'm with you. I, they all feel very uh, generic and not very distinct, and I feel like they're very interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. And, to the credit I, of the world, I feel like that's interesting. Like, oh, they could have all been the same place. Right, but, but I don't feel not. like, oh, get to the waterfall immediately, right. and then I know where that yes. is. Like, I've played yeah. enough of the game where I should know these maps yeah. better, mm-hmm. but they don't stand out to me. And so, yeah, I'm not super f- yeah, into I, the map design. None of them have that sort of iconic... I yeah. don't think there, they have the iconic staying power. There's no like, lockout. Okay, like there's very similar color complex. Yeah. Or nu- yeah. Nuketown? Is that the name of the Nuketown? I mean, yeah. the, the, the one map to Nuketown. me that stands out is uh, Aviary. It's the yeah. most... It's far and away the most, I think, just unique and interesting yeah. map, but the rest of them are like, well, take pretty much Canyon take it or number leave three. it. Do you guys yeah. see yourselves playing this in two weeks still? No. I really don't. It's you know. tough to say. Here, and there's too many other things. For me, like, there's other things I want to be playing... That I, I mean, we're in, a, we're in a special case where we've spent so much time playing it already that yeah. because yeah, I'm not playing not. in two weeks, like I've already exhausted my interest in it. Uh-huh. And I got that's after like does like probably like twenty hours, twenty hours. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. I, and I got a lot out of that, and I did enjoy almost all of those twenty hours. So I got yeah. what I wanted out of yeah. Evolve, but it just mm-hmm. isn't something that's going to hook me. It doesn't like. have longevity. No, and I really thought it would because when they mm-hmm. started talking about this, they, they started talking about it with like a lot of things that hit on like my esports nerves, like. Mm-hmm add-on content, bringing more stuff into it over time, spectator stuff. And then over time, as the game got more and more delayed, that stuff became less of a priority for Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. And maybe it'll come later, but I feel like it will be too little too late. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see how the game will do. The reactions are very mixed on IGN when I see they're in the comments or uh, on my Twitter feed or something. (laughs) Even within the staff. Yeah, absolutely within the crew. But yeah, yeah it, it is an excellent game. I I wonder, and th- I'd say one of the more common things I see of people that have played the alpha, played the beta, is, oh, I'll wait till it gets to thirty bucks. Yeah. And that game yeah. could see a pickup at that point. But to me, it feels like a thirty dollars. That's game. such Whoa. a damning thought, though. Like, how crazy mm-hmm. is that? That I'll wait for it to get to thirty bucks, or I think it feels like a thirty dollars game. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not what? saying it's not. I think it's it is worth sixty dollars. But I also completely respect anybody who feels otherwise. So, this is the thing that I talked about when this when they first announced it. Like, what if this game was free to play? What if you got Goliath and the Tier One Hunters for free, and then everything else was unlocked with in-game currency because you played a lot, like you have to now, mm-hmm. or you could just pay for characters? I mean, that's a that would be an interesting way to go about it. I you know that gets you, you're now getting completely into the the business side yeah. of, sure. of the Which industry. Which I'm sure 2K where, considered and well, promptly yeah. squashed. Well, not but that's that's actually what I was just going to say is t- 2K has not. They publish a lot of great games, but they have not really adopted a lot of. You know, I would still call them very much a, a sort of yeah. traditional yeah. publisher who's adhered to a lot of the traditional things. I mean, they sell a sixty dollars Grand Theft Auto game every five years that sells fifty million units, yeah. and that's what works for them. And <laughs> or you know, Borderlands every yeah, couple yeah. of years, yep. and it's a. But yeah, they haven't really done a lot of experimentation in that way where that the Valves and the you know some other publishers of the world have. And I mean. It, it's an interesting hypothetical for sure. I think I'll I'll pop back into this when well, hopefully when inevitably uh, sort of licensed DLC comes out. Like we always joke about like wanting predator, predator set of characters. Well, and now Godzilla. that Sega is backing out of yeah. AAA publishing, it. it's completely on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. 
Um, I, the, the last point I'll say on Evolve is I will say that in my experience, the the you can play by yourself and in any role you want, and AI fills in the rest. The AI is actually really enjoyable. Yeah, like yeah, it, was, it, it yeah, predicts. That's true. It replicates humanish behavior very well. It's I had a really good time playing yeah. solo. Yeah, so I, wa- I was watching Vince play, and I was like, "Oh, who are you playing with?" He's like, "No, nobody." Yeah, like, really? Because so, that dinosaur is doing some awesome stuff, and your yeah. teammates are being really useful right now. So if that's a consideration for you, take that <laughs> for what it's worth. I want to see the PC mods. It's on PC, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I want to see X-Men versus Giant Barney. <laughs> Goliath, just do a palette swap with Goliath where he's all purple instead of colored, and then, X-Men you know. First. You're mine, bub. <laughs> yeah, huh? that'd be great. <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard. It's just reskinning, and we saw it with, like, all the fighting games. People yeah. would, like, make Punisher <laughs> instead of Ryu. It'd be fun. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. You have weird. a bizarre brain. I like it. Yeah, mods. I, like I go saying. straight to mods on PC. <laughs> you do. That's, that's all right. That's a lot of enjoyment to be had mm-hmm. there. All right. Uh, last thing. Oh, we haven't even like officially started the show yet. Technically, <laughs> we haven't even started recording yet. Oh, oh my god! No! <laughs> As Marty gives me a heart attack, I just you just see me clutch my chest and fall over. And then yeah, uh, so coming up later in the show, whenever we actually decide to start the show, I've got a phone interview with three four three's Josh Holmes, the studio head on Halo Five, and Quinn Del Hoyo, the lead multiplayer designer. Apologies that it was on the phone, but they couldn't be here, and I couldn't be there. And uh, apologies in advance as well. The sort of condition of the interview was we're only talking about Halo 5. We're not going to talk about Master Chief Collection stuff. I, I had those questions written down. So To be please, fair, I'm sure those guys had nothing to do with that game. Well, that, And that's actually what they, that's what they said. And that's actually true. true those guys yeah. have been on Halo 5. They yeah. don't, they're not tied into Master Chief Collection. So please don't get mad at me. Don't tweet me and be like, Hey, dummy. Yeah, you, <laughs> why are you asking softball questions? Yeah, it's like, I... That that was not part of the deal. So, <laughs> also, if you're um, watching the video version of this podcast, you can only get it on the audio version on iTunes or the MP3 whoa. on IGN.com. Yeah, because uh, it was a dumb phone interview. Yeah, so we don't want to so. just like kind of drop in a blank video and have a three minute phone call. <laughs> I'm gonna film Ryan from like four different camera angles and switch to a dramatic close up when he's asking <laughs> the great. tough questions. That's great. No, we didn't do that. No, <laughs> we should have done that. Yeah. Oh well. Have Matrix so, moments where it's like, yeah, it's about <laughs> questions. <laughs> you know, it's about a twenty-five minute interview. So stay tuned for that after uh, the news and the marketplace report. So we'll get to that. And for now, let's get to said news right after this. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast unlocked, presents the news All right, let's get back to it after the weird off-camera banter that no <laughs> one really, hears. We really should record it all the time. <laughs> uh, I sometimes I, I I didn't get that. You guys got to warn me when you're going to do weird stuff. Sorry, just count on it. I like, know. As soon as you yeah. hit stop, I know, and you got to move stuff around. Just hit it's record. It's all going to come out. <laughs> we're, we're here for you. And then we can all self-incriminate for later, <laughs> later yeah. at the end of the year. It's basically just a blackmail break. <laughs> basically, yeah. Uh, so news this week. February system update, Mitch. What's in it? Screenshots. Finally. Just no, kidding. They're not. Uh, uh, no, this February update has, if you were in the, the preview program, preview. you already know about the uh, controller improvements, but we also have game hubs, improved party chat, custom backgrounds, and TV updates. What the hell does controller improvements mean? Uh, uh, they binds, it binds faster, yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, Twice as first. So I didn't know about Get the... to your gaming quicker. <laughs> I didn't know about Sunday, game... Sunday, oh, Sunday. <laughs> Truckosaurus. 
I did not know about Game Hub, Mitch but they, uh, they describe it as these are the go-to centers for interesting content, tips, and tricks from your favorite titles. Every Xbox game will have a Game Hub where you can see what friends are playing the game, compete with your friends in leaderboards, dive into the coolest game clips and game broadcasts, and follow the game's top broadcasters and clip creators. I actually like this a lot. It's a right. Twitch page for every game. Because, yeah. it, you know, we've... St- said for a long time how as Xbox Live has grown it gets tougher and tougher to find what you want yeah so organizing these game hubs I think sounds like a really smart way to just keep tabs on to find a lot of interesting (laughs) things I'm sure theoretically DLC stuff would be in there and uh, any other relevant info if you know if you're a super Halo fan boom done I think it's cool be curious to see it in practice I updated my system but I haven't uh, done anything with it yet I'm a super Raven's Cry fan those exist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the saddest hub Are you guys in the preview program? I am. No. At, no. It's, no. They I, introduce weird stuff, and I'm like, this isn't at work. What's going on? I'm I gotta, I'm afraid it's just going to break some new release that I'm just going to oh, try oh, to go man. play something, and it's not going to work right. So, hmm. like, yeah, I get to see a lot of stuff ahead of time working yeah. in this job, but this, yeah. I'll wait for there's, the final release. There's still so many weird things with that UI. I just hope they sort it out. Sort it out, yeah. says Destin McGarry. <laughs> And his army of lizards. <laughs> you got that last little bit there, Mitch? Oh, yeah. So the screenshot functionality is coming soon. Phil Spencer tweeted a picture of it. I didn't actually see this, but yeah. uh, it was added to his dev kit. Phil Spencer has the screenshots, everybody. <laughs> he screenshotted yeah. a screenshot. He's got them. <laughs> Screenshotception. He's watching the what? video version of Unlocked on YouTube right now and taking screenshots of it <laughs> with his Xbox. Why did it take so long to do screenshots? I mean, they are they have full videos. You can freeze frame the video. Yeah. I'm just kind of surprised the the screenshot functionality took as long as it has. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, Maybe let's ask an honest question. Would you really use it? I know yes, a lot of people I use it all yeah. the time to tweet dumb photos about Destiny on the PS4. Fair enough. You know, so I would definitely use it on Xbox. Done. And that's awesome because it was ingrained, me. like it was in. It's built into the controller from day one. Mm-hmm. Like pressing the share button, taking a screenshot, tap out a dumb tweet, keep playing. Yeah, like it's so easy on PlayStation. I hope that that functionality exists on Xbox. I think my last tweet used it actually. Right <laughs> now that you bring it up. Yep, there it is. Oh, that's from the app. But anyway, <laughs> which dumb destiny I, I, tweet used it? There it is, right there. There you go. Yeah. All right. Point taken. Mm-hmm. Destin I, won. I would use Ryan it. Ryan zero. <laughs> Let Destin have his dumb tweet. <laughs> what else? What else is on our? Uh, you know, they, they've added a ton, obviously, over the mm-hmm. last now year and change. What else? What are the major things that are outstanding that we want out of this? Yeah. Out of this dashboard. Uh, make a new one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm still. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for the sort of the the complete overhaul of the dashboard that takes into account the fact that very few people are going to be having a connect. Uh, yeah, sort of yeah. Just a fair point. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that Good dashboard point. is still sort of Connect voice centric. Windows eight, like in order, yeah, in order to like dive into things. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I was perfectly fine with the three sixty dash. So I love that blade system. I love that you can well, hit stop the jewel. It. <laughs> <Three blades? laughs> so we talked about this. So they got rid of it, but then if you hit the jewel, it's kind of like a super basic system That's that was true. similar yeah. to the blade system, and I can find everything easily. And, yeah, uh, it's I just blade noises. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That actually, that's something we have. We talked about. Like, I agree. That's. Mm-hmm. I want to instead of pressing the jewel and having it taking me back to the dashboard. I want it to bring up 
a little quick mini thing. Yeah. Right? See, I'd love It'd be great if you could, yeah. and then you could customize it. Like, these are the five things I want. Oh, yeah. customizable. Friends list. Yeah. Oh, that'd be party, so And high. chat. Yeah. yeah. You know, friends, yeah. chat, uh, rather than having to go back to the dash yeah. and then launch it. Uh, I also don't like that it snaps your, like, messages and stuff. I'm I don't like, like oh, that either. I don't want to snap no, it. Get Just out of here. show me my messages for a second. On the overlay, right? On the overlay. Like, like it was on 360. Yeah. It's got to be there, right? Because people aren't using Connect as much or like they are deliberately selling a machine without a connect so that feature has to be there yeah yeah because if you just have it go xbox snap sorry uh then then nobody can snap if they don't have that now you you have to like you have to like double tap it's a double tap to snap yeah and then double tap to switch between windows i think that's how it works Double snap the tap. It's not intuitive. Like, the fact that I can say that and we're all not sure isn't a good <laughs> yeah, sign. That's a really, really good system. point, yeah. You know. Destin 2. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan 0. Oh. It's all right. We'll get you on the board, it's buddy. Not, it's, not, it's, it's not a competition. I'll get you all back when we get to the unlock block. No! Actually, I don't. Th- I think you guys are going to do well. We're, it's the curveball, the unintentional curveball trivia this week. I'm so excited for the trivia. We might have to change the entire format going forward as a result <laughs> of this accident. That good? Yeah, so we'll all see, right. but... Um, all right. Next up, uh, the other only other real major thing that's happened by the time we got to the air here, recording early, is what what we cover more off on with Josh and Quinn from three four three on the the phone interview coming up later on the show. But and that's the feedback that three four three took as a result of the Halo Five beta and the changes they have made as a direct result of feedback. So I want to go through these. If you are not a Halo person, I would say skip ahead probably at least ten minutes. <laughs> but uh, fair warning. Oh, there it is. Okay. But yeah, there's they they made a ton of changes based on what happened in the beta. All of these are awesome. Every mm-hmm. single one of these is like, yep, this is exactly what this game needs. One of them I'm not sure about. We'll okay. get to is that. It, is but... better matchmaking the one that you're not sure about? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not less... <laughs> Zing! Don't even bother fixing that. It less loading time. Well, that's that too, but... <laughs> that was pretty, uh, was so I'll bad. start at the top. This first thing, though, that... This is quoted from Josh Holmes's blog on this from Halo Waypoint. It says, the results from the uh, HCFP, which is their feedback program, Halo Community Feedback Program, <laughs> the results from the survey show that nearly 11% of HCFP participants felt that Halo should not have Sprint. Is that high? Well, that's... I'm going to get to that. Okay, sorry. Uh, skip ahead, skip ahead. As a result, I'm happy to say that we will provide toggles and custom games so that Sprint and the other Spartan abilities can turned off, can oh, be turned cool. off. Cool. Now, let me start by saying choice is always great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and to answer your question, Destin, is 11% enough of a sample size that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like if it was like 90% of people don't like right. Sprint. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I mean, need to do again, something about because that. Because it's an option, uh-huh. I'm completely making yeah. something out of nothing here. Just bringing it up for the sake of discussion. Like, mm-hmm. But I'm sure, I mean, there's 10% of people who probably have every crazy thing, like yeah. crazy yeah. idea. Right. Yeah. So that seems like, a little This should be odd. a third person. Game. Also, it might have been, the stuff might have been slanted in such a way that it's like 11% said no, zero Sprint, never, ever. Mm-hmm. Whereas... You know, based on like typical survey questions, like agree, strongly agree, strongly yeah. disagree. It might have been more leaning toward like, ah, I don't really like it, or I'm kind of neutral on it. Mm-hmm. Like the majority yeah. may have been in that like middling to negative. Yeah. Now, area. Sean I Finnegan, think, go yeah. ahead. I think that's a good way to handle it. Just have it as an option for custom games. Sure. You know. Yeah. Right. Like Sh- opt into a classic Halo yeah. thing within Halo Five. Sean mm-hmm. the Fun. Shark Finnegan, who uh, is not on the air with us today, <laughs> but he was saying he he and I were talking about this off the air, and he was saying that uh, it. After playing a ton of the beta, the Spartan abilities and including Sprint are so baked in that that's that, that taking them away would seem weird. So yeah. again, 
the option is there, and notice this is only for custom games. You will yeah. be playing with Spartan abilities in matchmaking, mm-hmm. in you know ranked things. So will every pro Halo 5 game. Of are course. We, are we going to have the air dash now that it's been in Call of Duty and Halo? Is that going to become a staple? Well, you can of already do it. It's a horizontal, left and right. You can still do. It. You I can mean, go backward, back. Right? You can go back. Oh, and you can forward. go forward and back. Because yeah. yeah, you can. In, I in tried. Both games. I posted a clip. I I didn't quite do it, but a dude ended up chasing me, and I tried. I jumped and then jetted back yeah. to try and. Oh yeah. man! You can do yeah. it. Yeah, That's you can. Great. You can jet in any yeah. direction, but. Do you, so yeah. Are we going to see that in more shooters? Is my question. Oh, well. It does seem to be Titanfall, Call of Duty, yeah. Halo seems to be something yeah. of a thing. Yeah. Time yeah. will tell. Evolve has it. Yeah, yeah. You, could the, double, it, you could double That's tap true. I guess you forward. can you oh. can yeah. sort of lur- lunge forward with that, mm-hmm. can't you? Mm-hmm. Although in Evolve, it's grin. sort of a totally different... You're more just get used to get to the it hell away from the yeah. monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's get into the actual changes here. So, All optional right. sprint, optional Spartan abilities for custom games. Now... Pretty good. Increase the base speed, so just faster movement from just from hitting forward on the stick. Yeah, that's I good. can understand that. Increase strafe acceleration, so faster and more responsive strafing. Good. We had problems with the controls, so that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reduce top sprint speed, so basically you'll run faster and sprint slower. Yeah. That's the one where hmm. I'm just curious to know how it's actually going to play. Yeah, yeah. How does that that's feel? interesting. I can't really yeah. imagine that. You'll hear on the, in the phone interview uh, coming up later in the show, I actually asked him about that. Like, hey, how's that feeling? And sadly, I didn't really... It's like, oh, we're still playtesting, and I didn't get a great answer from yeah. Josh. But I wonder if the top speed is... This, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to visualize it, right? Because like, I, I wonder if the increased base movement speed means that if you decrease the top sprint speed, is it still the maximum... Well, it's going to be... Speed you can go anyway? If no. It, I don't know. No, I think... the. It's going to be slower, but I just think it's going to feel less like a dram- oh less of a dramatic. Change. Correct. I mean, all Correct. it has yeah. is like you get the wind things letting you know you can dash, you like use that arm or shoulder, shoulder dash charge, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a strange one. It'll I don't know how that's going to translate. I think you fun. move faster, but, but then you have a. I think this is the yeah. compromise, right? Because and you can see it when they say they're going to remove, they give the option to play like without any of those skills. Mm-hmm. This might be the compromise of like, listen, we know that not everyone is into sprint. So we're reducing the value of it a little bit while yeah. also increasing the value of gen- like general right. movement like traditional Halo. Now, mm-hmm. the reason you'll hear in the interview that, that they did this, although Josh wouldn't, for whatever reason, <laughs> sort of talked around it, but this is if you read between the lines. A lot of people in the beta complained, and to si- it didn't really super bug me, but I could definitely see it. Uh, a lot of times, if you got the drop on somebody, you'd start shooting them, and then they would just run away. Yeah. They'd sprint away, and you couldn't catch them. Uh, you know, you'd have to hope that maybe a teammate found him, and because yeah. you know your shields don't recharge, so hopefully yeah. maybe a teammate found him and finished him off. But I, there, this is to directly address people turning tail yeah. in a firefight. Yeah. So curious to see how that one huh. plays out. Yeah, because I, I like the dynamic in Halo Five of pickoffs are hard. If you're not with somebody, it's hard to pick somebody off because. They can tuck tail and run, but at the same time, they're also compromising their shields, which don't right. recharge if they're sprinting. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kind of put them in a bad spot. If they sprint and they get away, well, shoot better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Modify ground pound controls to prevent conflicts with crouch jumping. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's Thank always, you. yeah, that helps. That was so like weird when you're trying to do it and you have to like move it. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that needed to be adjusted. Yeah, the a, very, a great fix. The yeah. very generic general tuning and bug fixes for all Spartan abilities, including thrusters, clamor, ground pound, etc. Sure. Hopefully yeah, all cool. just that just works more, more smoothly. Great. This one tells me that maybe th- the 343 folks are listening to our show because we talked about this. <laughs> 
They're bringing back the classic Spanker rocket launcher as a legendary version of the weapon, similar nice. to how the Prophet's Bane is the legendary yeah. version of oh, the energy cool. sword. Oh, is that what that means then? It's yes. just like a new version of the same thing. Yeah, and it may. That's cool. I mean, it may is that the have one that tracked. Uh, well, in, in Halo uh, Two, vehicles. it did. Yeah, in Halo Two, it did, and then they. Okay. It didn't in one. It did in two, and I think they got rid of it in three and four. It did vehicles, not yes people. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Or hmm. turrets. It's the general UNSC rocket launcher. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But. I'm very happy. To, I'm very curious to see what its sort of extra ability, if any, will be. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't like the <laughs> default Halo Five rocket launcher. I mean, it, it plays the same, right? But I don't, I don't like the look of it. It just yeah, look, doesn't feel like there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no personality to it. So yeah. I'm glad to see that the spanker will be coming back. Give me Spartan laser. Oh, um, that, we'll see. That'll be interesting. The charge that right on so that thing, but when it it'll be, yeah. it'll yeah. be extra hard to hit a flesh target given that you can strafe out of the way real fast yeah. but still it's it is an that anti- makes it even more satisfying right <laughs> it or if an... you're like i bet he's gonna dash right there yeah catch <laughs> mitch you just incinerated that guy he's gone now he's still just thinking a... about the fact that he said flesh target that's weird <laughs> freudian slip again it wasn't no. a freudian slip it made sense i just thought it was i had weird thoughts about what flesh we all targets flesh we all do marty flesh targets my other one, Bueller. Shine your Bueller. shine your fleshlight on him. Jesus, that's another thing entirely. <laughs> uh, next, uh, next, <laughs> reduce bonuses for automatic weapons in Smart Link with he- and with headshots. So basically, if you're s- zooming in, scoping in with the assault rifle and headshotting, they're toning that down a little bit, which is good because there'd be times where I'd be like, "How did I die that quickly? Yeah. That makes no sense." Wait, did you get like a damage bonus? From yep. That? As opposed to a regular headshot. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Man, good. Get rid of that. Yep. This next one. This is... Go yeah. ahead, because this this is big for me, too. Uh, remove grenade detonation in midair based on weapon fire. This I kept happening hated to me. that yeah. in the beta. You throw a grenade, and if somebody shoots it, it's gone. Well, no, no. That's you awesome. Would, you yeah. would die. Yeah, and you, or you would die. Oh, you that, would die. Yeah. I kind of like that. No, that's yeah. great. Like, if I if I pull out a grenade and throw it, and you shoot it, and it blows up in my face, I die? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I don't like terrific. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, but it's not, like, I see it's why. It's not fun. It's mm-hmm. not fun. That's the thing. It makes sense, but it's not fun. God, that's yeah. another one of those things where it's like, man, if you're skilled enough to get that, mm-hmm. you deserve it. But it's it. not what you get. You general area of his hand. firing a rifle. Oh, it's not like the hitbox of the grenade. It's cluster luck. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> this one will make everybody happy. Uh, nobody liked the the brotastic displays before in each match. That little splash screen, yeah. that little pre-match, post-match screen. Expect the final pre- and post-match sequences to feature considerably fewer chest bumps and high fives. Fewer, but they're not gone. They're so not gone. That That's like fine, because everyone was freaking out like, oh, man, they high-fived. It's so dumb. I'm like, yeah, but they're also like... Marine Bros training against right. their Marine Bros and they won. Here's yeah. the thing: we I thought it was. I hated it. We <laughs> we talked about it on the show, yeah. and this is not on this list. I hope they add it at some point. If any of the guys are listening, identify who each player is oh, on yeah, that screen right? because with your armor customization, mm-hmm. I know you know Mitch has like the crazy maybe like the recon helmet or mm-hmm. a Hayabusa the helmet, Sengeli helmet or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and like I know, okay, that's Mitch. I need to either look out for him or just run away <laughs> when I see yeah. him because he's awesome. I'd love to see some identification on that yeah. screen. Also, that'll, some that'll, kind of like MVP, like if the winning team MVP. That would be cool. Like mm-hmm. have people 
I don't know. It's, other it's games just a cute do that. touch to have like the three other guys be like, yeah, man, this is the guy. I yeah. agree with that completely. They all five, high five him, and then <laughs> yeah. they all chest bump. That being said, I'd they be fine. I'd be fine yeah. if this note was in literally was passed out of every single game ever. Less, <laughs> less chest bumps and high fives in yeah, every game ever. Fives, yeah. I love well, the idea of except like, Madden NFL. Sorry, man. Yeah, <laughs> or I love the More. idea of like the patch notes of the witness. Like remove chest bumps <laughs> and high fives. Like, what the hell is this game about? <laughs> the, the, the patch notes for the vanishing of Ethan Carter always had. A line about like move the sniper rifle. Like there's no gun in the game at all. But every patch note has That's like really good. decrease the number of kills with the sniper rifle. Like things like that. It was That's so really good. good. Everyone's like, wait, where's the sniper rifle? Uh, kill cam is now an opt-in feature. You can shut off the kill cam if that, you want. That was Fair very enough. distracting. Yeah. Uh, medals will be the number. There'll be decreased frequency and number of medals displayed in the metal feed, so it's a little less candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fewer cavities, less candy. Spartan Chatter, players will have the option to turn it on or off. Again, options great. Yeah, oh. great. I love it. I do too, but I at lo- the same time, it's like it is a lot going on where like I'm trying to talk to you and the Spartans are yelling at each other and I'm like, I don't know who's saying that, so yeah. it's kind of hard to tell. Who to your I, point, I loved it because in a pregame, I heard a dude get in a huge fight with his girlfriend about playing Taylo. No, no, and Spartan it was Chatter, Destin. No, oh, the, the, character the, game <laughs> the characters in the game. Yeah. Got That's what happened. Yeah. Wait. Huh? <laughs> like, no, oh, God. Uh, uh, Mitch, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Gotta love Destin. Uh, to, <laughs> Mitch, to your point, general tuning for announcer and Spartan chatter to reduce the frequency of events and focus on the information that matters most okay, to players. That's great. That's so basically perfect. less banter, more... Uh, he's, at, he's at Red 1. Yeah, Fire yeah. from Red 1. Yep. Got the sniper rifle. Exactly. Reloading. Booker, catch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I didn't get to play the different chatter. <laughs> um, metal Spartan chatter. Oh, this one I like a lot because I complained about this. Adding highlights to placed or dropped weapons to make them easier yep. to see. Some yeah, I'd be like, oh, there was a battle rifle there. What? I never saw it. Yeah. It's just like up, leaning up against the wall in the and it's shadowed. Yeah. So, yay. I like the way Halo 2 Anniversary handles it where... It doesn't show anything until you get sort of within a certain range, yeah. and then there's just a little like triangle, a little yeah. bug that pops yeah. up so on the HUD. You're not seeing oh, okay, it from cool. across the map. Exactly. And it was just like BR. Yeah, it doesn't you clutter know. up your HUD. Yeah. So BR. Um, I hope Five Halo Five they're implementing cool. a similar mm-hmm. system. Better matchmaking, which of course you'd hope for because it was a little rough in the beta. Yeah. Punish quitters with uh, ranking penalties and matchmaking bans. This which is a big one. I bans. believe Bungie did with two. I think with Halo think so, Two, yeah. this is great. You would this get is like punished. You would get banned is, for like a week. This or is especially right? gonna. This yeah. is gonna be super potent in the like the competitive scene. Yes, because like pros or amateur near pros, like those kinds of guys, if they quit a game, hey, you get an abandon and you're banned. Sorry, you don't get it's, to play for a while. It's also incredibly easy to do that now by going out the dashboard, quitting your game. So, yeah, yeah that too. Mm-hmm. Starcraft players so. used to do, do it all the time. Like instead of hitting quit, they would just unplug the Ethernet cable. Oh yeah, and they wouldn't get the abandon. It would get they'd get a disconnect. <laughs> I think Halo Two people would pull that crap too. I mean, yeah. it's not far off from the standby cheat, really. Or yeah. just mm-hmm. that's pretty. Crappy. Oh, the standby hated those days. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of these changes? You think it's going to make for a better Halo Five, or there any that are like? Eh. I don't feel like they missed anything. They like all, all seem good. Yeah. yeah, I like all these uh, yeah. options. Again, like we're saying, is the best. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good They're to perfect. see that. As we we figured going in, that they really were going to change the game based mm-hmm. on feedback, and this wasn't just a marketing beta for show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so, also, I mean, it's a beta that's almost a year out before the game's probably going to release. So, Ryan, you think they're going to do another one, right? 
I'd still do. Yeah. I, yeah, I tried to crowbar in that question when I was out of time <laughs> at the end of the interview mm-hmm. and, you know, didn't really get anywhere. But With, with this many beta? adjustments to one beta, I feel like they have to do another one. I agree. You know. I we'll agree see. with you. That's the what? That's not Greek or Latin. What's after beta <laughs> in the alphabet? Because that's going to be what the next thing is. It's a zeta. Charlie? Wait, what? Really? <laughs> oh. Get up to get on that microphone, man. It's like a military thing. You're a military. Alpha, beta, omega, echo. You're a foxtrot. Yeah. Gamma. Uh, One other quick Halo 5 thing. This was on a credit. So it's uh, teambeyond.net is the website that that, uh, posted this. (laughs) (laughs) What? I just just slowly turned to look to Marty, and he saw me and broke. (laughs) You said beyond, and I was going to say it, but I didn't. Oh, you didn't. (laughs) I just died. You spared us all. You got Mitch. Oh, man. Anyway. (laughs) That's my favorite thing of the day. That's a website on the internet, guys. Okay. (laughs) So they posted up. Apparently, there's a Halo 5 art book. Every game gets an art book now. But it was dated for August 11th. And the reason that's interesting is because, you know, there was the Halo 4 art book, which came out in November alongside the game. Art books tend to have spoilers in them. So that led them to the question, is Halo 5 going to ship... In August or maybe even a September. Like, that is so nuts. early. I mean, I've had it pegged for November yeah. based on history and the whole way. And I just feel like, you know, they need, they're probably going to need as much damn time as they can to just polish it to the max. Sure. Yeah, the Mass Effect art book shipped about a month before the game came out. And a lot of people avoided so, it because of spoilers. I thought we'd discuss it real quick. What do you guys, I mean, is that a feasible thing or is this, are they, you know, is this just a placeholder that's going to change? But I think they thought. did it with Halo 4, and they also moved it. It's the 11th, though. It's not like the 15th, typically. It's a tu- I did check. It is yeah. a Tuesday. I mean, the book publishing industry is on top of its game. They always know, yeah. like, usually like a year in advance when books are going to publish. Right. So this mm-hmm. is entirely feasible. But I, like, that just, it, my brain can't process the idea yeah. of Halo coming out in August. So, well, okay, let's say it's August or September. I can see September. So early. I so, see yeah. September. Uh, Halo th- at the earliest. Halo 3 yeah. was September. Okay. Uh, Wasn't Halo I, 2 September? No. Uh, no. That was November, was November 9th. Was it? Oh. Yeah. But 3 was September, uh, the end of September, yeah. to be fair. I believe ODST was September, and I think Reach was September, too. And then wow. they went back to November for Halo yeah, for 4. Yeah. Huh. So here's, here's why this actually starts to make sense to me. I mean, you would think that as I've said on the show, uh, September for Forza, Tomb Raider in October, Halo in November. But remember that not only is the Call of Duty juggernaut going to hit, which Call of Duty was bad news for Halo 4. You know, everybody we've talked, everybody dropped out of the game. And it's probably Black Ops 3. I mean, I would, I actually already tweeted somebody, there were these weird little rumors that somebody got started that that it was going to be World at War 2. And I actually tweeted, I will eat my hat. I have many baseball caps. I will eat my hat (laughs) if it's it's not Black Ops 3. Like, it's... At the same time, like, I love the idea of Treyarch doing another period piece kind of thing, as opposed to, like, the near future stuff. But Black Ops 1 and 2 were, like, the... Biggest Call of Duty. Yes, like, there's it's no the way brand they, they have. Right, like, there's no way they're it, turning their I back. Think it on surpassed that. Modern Warfare. I yeah. think so. So anyway, uh, you know, do you maybe if if you go in September, mm-hmm. you avoid r- bumping up against Call of Duty again, particularly when Microsoft has been in bed with Activision sure. on the marketing side, and you know Xbox promotes Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. So it sort of separates those. And the other big one, Battlefront. Battlefront's yeah. going to be freaking. Enormous yeah. in it, yeah. it heading up 
leading up to episode seven's movie release. Yeah. And episode and that game is almost certainly going to come out in November because the film is out in December. December yeah. I would even peg it for October to give it the two room two month breathing room between the Battlefront, movie. you mean? Yeah, Battlefront for October. In battle like Battlefield I mean, right. is always October. Like usually like the, True. Like the third week. True. But in that time frame, give it two months, the movie hits, boom, you have but your episode is, seven DLC. Oh, okay. Mm. There you go. So that leads back to Halo Five. I mean, this is you know, we say it respectfully, but you know, Halo is a franchise that has kind of had it, got its back up against the wall right now. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Halo Four sold great, but had no legs. It you know, yeah. the population dropped sure. like a like a rock after Black Ops Two came out. Yeah, uh, Master Chief Collection's launch has been a huge black eye for them. Halo Five Beta was great, but it still you know had matchmaking issues mm-hmm. that are they hopefully have solved, but it would kind of maybe make sense to put it, if, if they've been aiming for September this whole time and not telling anyone, put it out in September, kind of that window where we've seen Destiny hit, where yeah. we've mm-hmm. seen uh, Grand Theft Auto hit mm-hmm. the year before yeah. that. They're, you know That first big salvo of the season, try to get those first mover dollars, You know that first big release where everybody's like, I'm ready to buy the first big fall release. Oh, Halo 5, here you go, here's my yeah. money. September's and, a great date. Uh, mm-hmm. Theoretically, and it gets them out of the way of Call of Duty, out of the way of Battlefront, gets them a chance to build a positive community that won't, that'll get in, uh, entrenched in the game and won't drop off, yeah. that'll mm-hmm. keep playing after those games come out instead of, oh, I bought Halo and the next week Call of Duty came out, so uh, I think I'm just going to play Call of Duty yeah, now. Screw yeah. it. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't have a chance to build up the community yeah. in Halo, that I mean, sort of camaraderie. So it's... Making more and more sense the more I think about it. Yeah, it worked. And, it did work I mean, for it'd Destiny. It'd be huge too. Uh, sure did. Yeah. Under the assumption that Uncharted Four is a November game to have, you know, Tomb Raider up against that. Yeah, and to have Xbox's big game be able two months before that. Like that's huge. Yeah. Well, and it would also give it Halo the chance to continue selling through the holidays rather than just be out in November and then sell in yeah. November and Do December. Like five bucks off for the holidays or something. Yeah. yeah. And God, this fall's gonna be nuts. Let's look at it. I mean, pessimistically. If there are issues at Halo 5's launch, hypothetically, they could get them fixed up by the time Black Friday rolls around yeah, and yeah. there are just masses of consoles and copies of the game getting sold. Mm-hmm. September's making more and more yeah, sense. Yeah, all of this <laughs> adds up really well. Yeah. God, also, just I keep thinking about this fall, and it's insane. Yeah. All that stuff oh, we yeah. mentioned. Zelda. Jesus. Zelda, oh, Zelda. Zelda Uncharted. Oh, uh, Halo. Halo, Forza, Tomb Raider. Black Ops. Black Ops 3, probably. Battlefront. <laughs> Star Fox Battlefront. probably this year. Star Fox. Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, what's, the, what's it called this <laughs> year again? Victory. Victory. That's right. The Victorian era. If yeah. we're being super optimistic, The Division, Final Fantasy XV. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow, so, Rainbow Six will be next year, right? Rainbow Six is this year. <laughs> okay. But we don't know when yet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh Rainbow god. Six could be on the table. I mean, that's Oh my god. That would, that would pull me away from Halo. Many games. Yeah. <laughs> but that's even, again... Remove, take out all of them. Even if you just look at other shooters, like Halo's direct competition, it's still yeah. Black Ops 3, Battlefront, maybe Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Destiny's probably expansion pack, right? Yeah, yeah that's Which, something Destiny-related. That's December, right? crazy. Yeah, I don't know about if that's real or not. Sure, but, uh, but that's we'll the see. speculation right now. I think that's their E3 is, hey, here's what we have yeah. planned, you know? There you go. We're gonna keep an eye on this. Anybody want to make any in and out bets while we're while we're here? Can we just go to? Is in-out? anyone convinced? <laughs> I like that you've went, you've moved past in and out bets. And you now make it 
hat butts. You were instead of eating in and out, you're gonna eat a hat. You have to eat your hat. How would you eat it? Would you like blend it up into a smoothie and then uh, drink the smoothie? Shove it in my mouth, <laughs> chew for a minute, <laughs> spit it back out. Put a vi- make a vine of that. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, good job, Team Beyond, for catching that book. Just hold it in. <laughs> Stop saying it. Keep it in your cardigan, Stop Marty. <laughs> Gosh, I know it's your show now. You can't come up with your own catchphrase. It's Excelsior. the Marty show now. Marty. <laughs> I think Excelsior might be taken. Oh, shit. Well, what are Beyond you do? with Marty. <laughs> <laughs> cardigan. I'm so lonely. <laughs> All right. Next, Marketplace Pager. Reports. Yes, Mitchell. What can we spend yeah, our money on this as week? As we said earlier in the show, Evolve is out this week for $60. We already gave our thoughts. Let us know what you think. Unlocked at IGN.com. Nothing on XBLA. Rest in peace. <laughs> on the Marketplace, we have the Games with Gold for February on Xbox One is iDarb. You can read my review on IGN.com. Play it. Play it. It's that fun. game is really fun. It's really fun. It's super cool. And it's free. It's free. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's a Games with Gold. It's a free. It's also brand new, so yeah. jump on it. Brothers of Tale of Two Sons is available till February 15th for free on Xbox Please 360. Please play that video game. Phenomenal. Yep. I kind of want to replay it. Sniper Elite V2 takes over on the 16th through the 28th for 360 as your shoot Hitler Xbox in the balls on an X-ray cam. <laughs> Does Sorry, that come with Dolph. it? I know that was a no, I don't DLC. Think so. Probably not. So I'm if you'd play like it for free, pay five brother. bucks to shoot Hitler. <laughs> That's it. Small Good week. stuff. All right. Uh, <laughs> now let's take a break here, and we'll come back with that phone interview Josh Holmes and Quindell Hoyo from 343. We talked for about 25 minutes about the Halo 5 beta and all the changes they're making as a result. So stay tuned for that, and we'll come back with trivia. Oh my God, where's the Very pleased to be joined this week by Josh Holmes and Quindell Hoyo, the studio head at Halo 5, on Halo 5 at 343, and the lead designer, multiplayer designer, respectively. Gentlemen, pleasure. How you doing? I'm good now. Uh, let's see. So we start right at the top here. Halo 5 beta is over. You guys learned a lot, sent out a bunch of fun numbers. Uh, the, the thing I'm curious of, though, Josh, after reading your, your blog post, is what mm-hmm. was the number one thing that you guys got out of the Halo 5 beta that you weren't expecting? Wow. Um, the number one thing. I, you know, I don't think that there's any single thing that you can really boil it down to just because there were so many interesting observations that we got from community feedback, both anecdotal as well as, uh, you know, through our, our uh, feedback program surveys that we put out. And I, the interesting thing is that, you know, you have such a huge team here at 343 that's working on the game. Um, and each one of those teams, sort of sub-teams within the larger team, um, have their own kind of unique perspective and area of focus. So I think if you went across each of those teams, they would kind of answer that question a little differently. You have the sandbox team that's really looking at, you know, weapon balance as well as um, the abilities, tuning, and how people are using the abilities and how quickly people are learning to use them, how they employ them. And then you've got the the multiplayer team um, that's really focused on, yes, definitely weapon balance, but also just map design and flow and, uh, you know, some of the new modes that, that people are testing out and trying to see, okay, you know, how are these modes working? How's, what's the average score differential between, uh, between players and, and what's, you know, how are people responding to 
Breakout, for instance, which is a brand new mode. Um, so each one of the, the teams kind of had their own unique uh, lens that they used to focus on on the feedback um, and took very different uh, things that they, that they would uh, take away from it. Now, Quinn, I follow you on Twitter, so I'm wondering if your answer to this question involves the Hydra, because you actually tweeted out at one point, gee, it looks like people aren't really getting the Hydra. Let me post up a little video showing you basically the secret was to aim up so that the rockets will go over the top of cover. So was that your biggest surprise, that the, that the, the response to the Hydra seemed fairly, uh, let's call it, lukewarm? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Hydra is one of my favorite weapons that we, we debuted, and that was just because, to me, it's more than meets the eye, you know? Like, yeah, it's a, like when we first talked about it, there was people like, oh, man, that thing's going to be OP. It's a rapid-fire rocket launcher, and then it homes on people? Like, what kind of, what are they doing? And so um, then we put it on the maps, and then people were kind of having some difficulty with it, which is great. That's why we do the beta, right? It's like, hey, uh, we found out some cool stuff about it. And then, you know, largely I'll, I'll give credit to our, our pro team that we have here in-house. They work uh, very closely with our sandbox guys, and they had this whole idea around um, basically you could lock onto someone and then try to hook that shot around cover once you get a lock. And so they worked really long uh, time with the sandbox designers, and that's kind of how it came about. So it's less about aiming up. It's more about uh, learning the map. And using that weapon, and so if someone goes around a corner, you probably don't want to aim up. You want to aim opposite direction of where that person went, so it gives the rocket a chance to curve inside that that area. Well, you, know, you mentioned. I, I think. Go ahead. I, I was just going to jump in and just say, like, I think that was a really interesting learning for us in the beta because really early on when people started, um, you know, playing around with the Hydra, we found like it wasn't being used effectively. And, and in fact, in some cases, people were just kind of trying it out and then being like, okay, I don't, that, that thing's not working for me, so I'm just going to kind of ignore it. Yeah, and, and then over time, people slowly built up that understanding of, okay, yeah, it is a situational weapon. You can use it very, very effectively in particular situations, um, especially when you have an open line of sight, um, or as Quinn was saying, you're using it to, to hook around things. Um, I think, you know, there, there's still some work that we have to do there to make it less situational and, and give it a little bit more general utility. But, you know, we're focusing on that weapon in the context of arena, that weapon also plays a part in, in some of the other experiences that we haven't yet revealed, um, you know, campaign and then the larger multiplayer. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, Quinn, you mentioned the pro team, which of course has been, uh, that was a big focus of the sprint, which is the fantastic, uh, what, six, five or six episode series that you guys posted up. I, I hope you guys are doing more because I, I find it uh, fascinating insight into how friggin' hard it is to make a video game. Uh, yeah. You know, that it brings up a good point. I was going to save this for the end, but I'll go right to it now. You know, do you, just, uh, you know, I'm not trying to troll here, but I, I'm kind of curious as a, just as an outside observer and as a, as a, as a I would c just consider myself a casual average player, even though, I mean, I work at IGN and do this for a living, but I don't, I'm not in, you know, the MLG. I don't play professionally. Do you worry about tailoring Halo 5 multiplayer too much towards pro and competitive gaming? Uh, 
You know, that's that's something that we are really mindful of. So there's really there's a big goal around the arena experience, and that is competitive gaming, esports, uh, best player wins. It's all about the players and the team with the best skills, not necessarily the best gear. But this is just one like portion to the awesome and deep experience that's going to be the full-fledged multiplayer experience that Halo 5 Guardians is going to bring to the table. So those are going to offer all sorts of different experiences. But I... I us and the team here, we we feel like we're doing a, a pretty decent job of getting like the hardcore people in the audience and like that competitive nature. And we're always trying to find ways to even in the arena, we don't want it to be exclusionary where only uh, certain people can go in there and play. We want to get as many people in there enjoying it and playing it. And so, but we also have a lot of other great experiences in the games as well that are going to try to get everyone cross uh, migrating between the different modes and things. So we're just, we're definitely trying to get it to play to both the hardcore and as well as the casual people as well. What about? Yeah, I think there's, there's a definite goal with the, there's a definite goal with the team to kind of have that on-ramp so that people can, can jump into arena and sort of aspire up in terms of their skill level and, and have that, uh, that competitive experience, even though they may not be at the top tier of, of skill. And then hopefully over time we're, we're teaching uh, people you know, to develop those skills and they can start to see themselves progress and see that reflected within their CSR. And, and so there is definitely a focus from the team on how do you create an experience that appeals to multiple different skill levels and actually has this, this path for development over time. Josh, how old? Yeah, and I'd, I'd like to add. It's sorry. I just, I just wanted to uh, chime in and say, like, it's it's for us. It's less about skill. Like, we're we're not trying to just build something that's just for super high skilled people because we're basically trying to build something for competition, and that's fun. And competition like appeals to everyone, right? It's innate in all of us. We like to compete, and so like I like to go play basketball, but I'm not playing basketball with you know LeBron James. <laughs> And, but I have fun competitive basketball games with my friends that are the same skill level. So that's how we're really trying to get arena and cater to less about it's a gate of are you high skill enough? No, then go somewhere else. It's more do you like competition and like fair starts? Then this is the mode for you. Well, I'm on, totally on board with fair starts. Uh, what I'm curious, where in terms of... Uh, how old is that beta now that we played in December, January? In terms of where you are now, like, is it is that just like a completely different? Is the game completely different now? Or I don't think the game's completely. Yeah, I don't think the game's completely different. Um, you know, obviously, we've continued to progress and develop, and some of the things that I touched on in my blog are are things that were already in flight when uh, the beta was released but didn't make it in time um, for that release because, you know, as you go through um, as you go through a release process, you're kind of shutting things down and you stop taking changes at a certain point because you don't want to destabilize. Exactly. You want to, you want to deliver something, um, you know, that, that is stable. So, I, you know, the what you're, what you played in the beta, I think, is probably current as of, uh, I want to say, like, early November. Um, maybe mid-November with some of with some of the changes that that we took, um, but then there's been a ton of development that's taken place since then. And you know, when we released the beta, we we had the push to to actually release 
um, what was there, but then also to support that as we were going from week to week. And that's where we'd be taking feedback from the community and, you know, changing up some of the options for different maps and things. And um, so there was a lot of, of effort that went into supporting the beta once live, as well as the initial development and release. So is that beta build just like on a, on a drive in a drawer somewhere, or do you just delete it and forget it? Like, is there, it probably has no more value to you anymore, right? Um, so, I mean, we, we definitely have a branch of that build um, that still is around. It's in a, a virtual drawer, if you will. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, we have, we have uh, continued to develop and progress, and, and we're playtesting play um, much more recent um, builds here day-to-day -day as a team. So uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Pegasus in particular, and to a lesser extent, Orion. Uh, and, and anecdotally, a lot of my Twitter followers seem to echo that. So I'm curious, are, uh, what you didn't? Your blog, Josh, didn't mention anything about any, anything about maps specifically. Will you will you guys alter maps? Would you scrap them all together, or, or are those maps done? And that's they're just you know maps that'll go into the game, and not everybody will will like every map. Uh, I think no, there's a I, bunch I, of changes that we're looking at, and I was, I was actually going to turn it over to, to Quinn, because there are a bunch of changes that we're looking at, uh, you know, in response to feedback from the beta, and then also just internal playtest um, feedback, and, and Quinn should talk to some of those things that, that we're addressing. I mean, some of the things, like you mentioned Orion and Pegasus, those are forge maps. So those are extremely agile for us to tune, and uh, we are definitely look. There's, there's things with those maps that we wanted to, that we want to look at, and we're going to for sure. Now, the other maps, same, same story, just less agile, like as far as uh, the ease of change. So we have a whole process here where we're reviewing them. We started that this week, actually, on the Arded maps as we like to call them. So we went through, and I, I was present there, and I showed a, yeah, I showed a bunch of screenshots that, hey, this is, this is something that we've been playtesting internally for a while, and we want to get this on a schedule, and then we go and we prioritize it. So we are definitely looking at, like, Empire and Truth and Regret, like those type of maps, and coming up with what are the smart choices of how we can change not just, like, weapon placement, but even geometry. Like, hey, this hallway here, this this cover piece there, this room here, how do we fix this room? And that's definitely stuff that we're looking at. I mean, I, I was uh, very happy to see that one of the changes detailed in jo uh, Josh's blog post is, um, I don't know if they're going to, if it'll look exactly the way Halo 2 Anniversary handles it, but little sort of HUD icons for to help you see a weapon a little easier when you're near it. Uh, but another one that was a common complaint was on a couple of the maps, like uh, Regret, for instance, where it's, oh man, it's really tough to see the blue team. So I don't know if, do you change the blue team, the shade of the Spartans, or do you, do you change the art of the maps a little bit? Is that something that you guys are taking a look at in certain cases? Especially, uh, there's yeah. a combination of things there that, that we're doing between um, some of the changes will be, uh, you know, some, some shifts to the palette of parts of the map. Some of the changes will be environmental lighting. But there's a, a lot of development that's still going on with our character lighting solution that just wasn't ready for, um, for the betas release being so early, and so you'll see um, a pretty significant improvement just from that alone in the visibility of, of Spartans across all environments. Um, you wanted to add anything there, Quinn? No, I think that's that's pretty much spot on. I mean, that's the, why we talked, why Josh mentioned in his post about finding the weapons that, you know, 
we're, there's a lot of things that we're looking at. It's finding weapons, finding Spartans, and even just being able to, to see uh, geometry and pieces within the map as well. We're looking at all those uh, solutions as we go forward. Um, on, the, on the sort of playing with the forge maps versus the yarded maps and the changes you guys are making, uh, riddle me this: Is there was there is there supposed to be a shotgun in the middle of on the the ground floor of Truth that just wasn't there in the beta because there is no sh there was no shotgun in the beta? It seems like there was supposed to be something in the middle of that map underneath the sword. Yeah, we we play tested uh, with a lot of toys and a lot of cool stuff that. Uh, that you know when you're when you're making a beta there's just a lot of things that we got to get get the beta ready for showtime and just certain things weren't really there and plus it's it's not just about that it's like what do we want to focus on what do we want to get uh, feedback on right and so like the hydra let's get the hydra ready let's get that rocking and let's get that out there and that's not even like the only new weapon there's other new stuff but we had to be smart and mindful and then uh you know with the cool voting options that we wanted to engage the community on we wanted to test all these features and so there were certain like limitations like that but it also really helped us to find uh the issues on like some of the weapons and the maps and stuff like that, but yeah, be, I mean, there's there's going to be more stuff on the maps for sure. Because yeah, that's one thing I know. I mean, I love. I think Truth is was far and away the best map in the in of the seven you guys showed, but it, it did seem like uh, most of the combat in in the games I played would, would take place sort of around the outer ring and not as much in the middle. So be curious to see. You, to see the you didn't like the two plasma grenades down there. You know, I, I didn't uh, have a lot of luck with plasma grenades in, in come, Halo. Come on, dude. That was, like, the best. <laughs> you go down there and get those. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Are there any Spartan abilities that you guys observe were either overutilized or underutilized in the beta? I mean, I noticed you guys had the stats on, I mean, there were, like, 1.2 million something like that, uh, uh, Spartan charges and like 600,000 ground pounds or, or whatnot. So, uh, were there, did you kind of observe either an overuse or underuse that you'll address going forward with any of the, any of the Spartan abilities? I, I think we're, we're looking at all the abilities and, um, and kind of how they work in the flow of combat. And you'll see subtle tweaks to, to some of those abilities, like with timing and, and recharge, like for example, with thrusters and, and just trying to get that balance right so we get the right pace of combat, we get the right flow in back and forth in, in the duel for players, and we get that at you know all different levels of skill. And so that's something that, that we're really looking at. I think for us with the, the Spartan abilities in beta, it was really interesting to see um, for example, ground pound is something that when people first saw some of the footage for ground pound, they were kind of, in, in some cases, kind of freaked out like, oh, you know, is this going to be super OP? Are people going to be ground pounding all over the place? And, and even some, some fans just seeing how they reacted to the, the kind of look of ground pound and feeling like, okay, well, you know, I don't know if that really suits a Spartan. And then it was interesting to see people kind of come around as they got a chance to play the game and, and understanding what the risk-reward was in trying to pull off that move and how it could become, um, you know, a really big punctuation moment, a really exciting moment in the flow of the game, but it was something that, that was really very hard to pull off successfully and put you in a, a pretty vulnerable state. And so um, I think it was fun to see that and, and just see also some of the, the 
kind of creativity that people were able to come up with in chaining some of the moves. You know, I talked about my in my blog watching Walshy, uh, you know, get get totally uh, depant when when yeah when the guy thrusted over his head and and injured him. And I just remember him just sitting there on the stream like long face stroking his cat like what just happened to me <laughs> and uh i think there was a a lot of a lot of uh examples of things like that as people experimented and, and learned how to put the the different moves together well i know i've just got a few more minutes with you guys so i've got <clears throat> a couple more big questions uh first off let's let's talk quinn you and you specifically let's talk real quick about uh ar starts versus br starts now, obviously, it's been a thing in Halo for, for a long time. It's nothing new. You know, we've had BR starts, we've had AR starts. And I'm sure you guys will have playlists that offer both. And I was kind of vocal on Twitter about my preference for within the context of Halo 5. It's a game that you guys are building as a game that's a, about control of the power weapons and control of the, of the weapons and flow on the map. I preferred AR starts. So... Uh, what? How are you guys feeling about about that? After you know, you did both during the course of the beta. So, what was the feedback there, and how's the team feeling about about uh, you know uh, weapon starts now? Yeah, the so I mean, we we kind of when we're designing all this, we looked at like the those weapons as like we kind of have tiers, and we have the AR and the Magnum and the BR considered in the same tier as far as power. I mean, you could kind of debate that here and forth, but we don't really label the battle rifle as like a power weapon. Um, so. But in the beta, there was definitely some interesting uh, gameplay across the different weeks from week one, where it was just uh, AR, Magnum, week two, BR, Magnum, and week three, you started with the AR and the BR. And we did that intentionally. We wanted to see how the game played, how what people, what their temperature gauge of it. And that's why we're heavily utilizing the uh, Halo Community Feedback Program, which is an awesome program. We've got lots and lots of participants in there, and so we're getting lots of data from that. And that's helping us inform decisions on that. And so we're trying to really narrow down a really good starting uh, loadout set for the game, and we're trying to keep everyone playing the same game as much as possible. Now, we're obviously going to have variety and different playlist choices than that, but for the most part, we're trying to build a game where people are watching and playing and competing in all the same uh, starting loadout sets. So that's kind of like a, a big goal of ours, and we hope we're going to get it. I mean, that's what we're trying for, so we'll see. That's, it's interesting you mentioned the, the community program, the feedback program. Josh, you mentioned in your blog post that 11% of people uh, you know, preferred to not have Sprint. And so now you are going to give the option to in custom games to uh, turn Sprint off and turn Spartan abilities off. But what's more interesting, uh, on a universal level, you guys are upping the base movement speed and lowering the top Sprint speed. What have you observed internally? What change to the game has that made that you've observed in, in internal playtests since you've made that switch? So, I, I mean, that, that switch is, is still pretty fresh um, in terms of uh, being able to have enough sustained playtest around it to, to draw, you know, strong conclusions about it. But the motivation for that that uh, change was to really kind of narrow the difference between your base movement speed and your top sprint and to give um, a pursuing player in a case where, you know, someone um, has, has gained the upper hand in a battle and they're now 
trying to finish off the other player to give them a little bit more opportunity to do that and to give you, you know, still have it be a really important and interesting choice between, you know, do I want to sprint? Do I want to right off of spawn kind of try to uh, rush to a particular location, try to grab a, a particular weapon, but do so at the expense of, of being able to shoot? Or do I want to, you know, keep my gun at the ready and, and be able to engage the enemy. And, um, and I think just kind of bringing that Delta a little closer has, has resulted in um, what we feel today is a, is a better feeling uh, game. Um, but I think, you know, when you look at Sprint, you have to look at Sprint in the context of the larger uh, kind of overall game experience for Halo 5 Guardians. You've got Arena, which was the focus for the beta, which is, you know, the, the 4v4, um, very focused on competitive, but you know we have a larger multiplayer mode that we're going to be talking about more. We have campaign, and we want to keep things consistent across all modes, um, so that you know players can move from one mode to another and 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 feel like you know the game remains the same. That's something that has always been uh, kind of a pillar of of Halo gameplay. And so finding the right balance between um, these mechanics so that they work effectively in these various different modes. Um, has been a big focus for us. But we understand that there are people who feel like, you know, hey, I prefer a traditional Halo feel. And I think one of the things that Halo has always been great at is giving players options um, and, and allowing people to play their way. And that's kind of what we wanted to do in, in extending those options for custom games. You know, let players set up, if they prefer to, to set up a session that's going to have a more traditional feel, they want to strip down some of the new abilities and, and focus on that more classic Halo style of gameplay, they can do that. They can go in and they can, they can set up the game uh, exactly as they would prefer. Cool. So last last question, I'll, I'll crowbar in two questions in the last question. Uh, you know, I know we're not we're not here to talk about Master Chief Collection. You guys are, of course, working on Halo 5. But I, so I'll, let me phrase it this way. What what steps are you guys going to take with Halo 5 to make sure it has a, a smooth uh, launch as far as online multiplayer stuff goes? I mean, are there any direct technical lessons that, that you, your team has learned from Master Chief Collection that apply to Halo 5? And then the, the super finale would be, you've got to tell me, since I haven't had the chance yet, how good does it feel to ground pound and destroy a warthog full of people? <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Quinn take the last question, uh, and he can talk about you know his his warthog destruction capabilities. But I, I think for us, like the beta was really important to get the the game out there and put it through its paces. We wanted to focus on um, gameplay, get that in the hands of fans, so that we could get feedback on a lot of the new mechanics and the way that we're evolving the game. We also wanted to stress some of our uh, matchmaking capabilities and such. And I think the big learning for us has been how challenging it can be to really provide um, a, the right online experience for a competitive game like Halo. You know, in, in Halo, you've got to have equal skill level because there is such a skill gap. Um, you, you want to also make sure that you're always starting with even teams. You don't want to kind of taint the, the competitive nature of the game by having people joining in progress. 
particularly for that arena experience. Um, but then you're trading that off against uh, the speed of matchmaking. And so for us, the focus over the next year, and we go through you know constant testing um, internally. We do take-home tests um, across our studio, across Xbox. Um, the focus is really on nailing that online experience and making sure that we deliver the very best multiplayer experience for Halo when we launch this year. Quinn. And then, Quinn, you should talk about what it's like to destroy... <laughs> An entire warthog full of enemies. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna speak out of my rear end here. I've never actually done that. Um, I've never tried to ground pound a warthog full of people. But what I will say about the ground pound is what we've uh, we've currently got it tuned as far as the controls to execute it feels tons better than what we had it in the beta. And so that is a really big win because the beta we had it on crouch and interfered with people that like to jump and then hit crouch in the air, and they couldn't do that in the beta very effectively. So I will say the way ground pad has improved is a lot better, and we're really excited for the tuning of it and the timing of how to execute it and the control scheme and all that stuff. So I will, I'll get back to you on the Warthog thing, Ryan, I promise. Good stuff. So I will share an experience that I had last week that was awesome, which is I jumped out of a banshee and ground pounded down onto a damaged scorpion and blew it up, and that felt amazing. So I hope was, you was the banshee on fire? The banshee was pretty heavily damaged at the moment. Yeah, so I was abandoning ship on my banshee, saw the scorpion, pulled off the ground pound destroyed it, and it was pretty sweet. And I got to hear the screams of, of my opponent in the play lab next to me. Let's <laughs> record that moment. Well, uh, Josh Holmes, Quindell Hoyo, guys, thank you very much. We'll look for, of course, Halo 5 in 2015. Uh, I still believe there will be another stress test multiplayer beta of some sort that has vehicles in it. I know, Josh, you have denied it to me before. But I, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep on you about it, and uh, one of these days you're going to we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not going to keep not playing the game. Don't you? Belief system, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Ryan. Woo! Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right, time for trivia, and I've made a terrible error this week, which I think is going to result in uh, the best unlock block segment the ever. Best or the worst. <laughs> good job, good job, me, or horrible job, yeah. me. You're fired. Yeah. I got the name right. We've got so we've got good. Landon Barker, whose gamer tag is Bark three seven nine seven. He won himself a copy of Limbo for Xbox nice. One. Nice for good sending game. in Play it. an Xbox related trivia question, which I conveniently forgot to paste in. Our document. Yes. Whoops. I instead pasted the four answers. Okay. And I know what the correct one is because I saw his email. So we're going to do this Jeopardy style. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys four multiple choice <clears throat> answers. Okay. And uh, you tell us. I, you tell me is. what the question is. I love this <laughs> so much. First of all, good job, Landon Barker, for sending yeah. this in. This was a good question anyway, even though now I'm completely twisting it to my own it's weird a good question. We'll find out what it yeah, is we'll soon. <laughs> And if you would like to win a copy of an Xbox One video game, possibly a Limbo or an Assassin's Creed 4, send your Xbox-related trivia question, along with four multiple-choice answers, note the correct one, to unlocked at IGN.com. So here we go, guys. We've got, here are your clues, or well, here are your choices. In 2002, with the launch of Xbox Live. In 2004, with the release of Halo 2. In 2005, with the introduction of the Xbox 360. 
And in 2007, during the Live is Five event, I've got what are we what are we looking I've for? I've got my there? question. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go to Mitch first. When did Microsoft release the orange Xbox 360 controller? Okay, okay. Destin, when did... you pretty much have to latch on to one of these answers and then go with it. So I still I like this. <laughs> when did Xbox introduce party chat to Xbox Live? Okay. Mm, for that's 1, good. <laughs> for 1, Damn, I wish I thought of that. Marty. When did renowned author Solomon Rushdie <laughs> get food poisoning and throw up on a dog? <laughs> that was George Bush, the first one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was him. In, yeah. Uh, no, at, uh, at what uh, event did the Killers play? <laughs> so I remember they played at an event. Wow. That's true. With that's the release that, 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 that so did happen. This. The question should be worth one point, and then we should have to actually answer the question. Okay. All right. <laughs> Although I'm well, sure did anybody get it. I'm sure did anyone get the away. question? No. <laughs> but I mean, so I thought what, for sure what I Mitch had it. said was a correct question to an to an answer here, but it's not what we're looking for. Dang it. So what we were looking for was C in 2005 with the introduction of the Xbox 360, with the question being, when did Microsoft introduce? Gamer score. Gamer score. Oh man, oh. I definitely would have got that one. Yeah. So definitely would have got yeah. that. I knew one. it was a feature of Xbox Live. Didn't know what yeah. though. It's a good question though. I like it. Landon we Barker. Still we still could have answered it. I mean, I, I think yeah. we all would have got it. Yeah. 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 We all get a point. Honorary points. <laughs> points for everyone Suck except it, you, Salman Rushdie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You guys want points? Yeah. Let's cheapen the points. Yeah. Just point inflation. Right. <laughs> Good God, people. I can't wait for the point bubble to burst. I don't see a world in which any of us got that question wrong. Yeah, Good as it is. Not. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. All right. Uh, all right, let's wrap up then. Let's do some plugs. Young Jeezy. Destin. Plug IGN Prime because our boss has asked us to. IGN Prime is a great service that turns off ads on IGN. You can get it today on for videos. the low, low price yeah. of... It's not there. It's not on Ryan's... 30 bucks, 30, 30 bucks a year. $30 for a year. That is 12 months of ad-free content. Videos and other videos. <laughs> get it, IGN. We hired a new employee. His name is Brandon Terrell. He's wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to try and get him on the show next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Because he's an Xbox guy. Yes. He's also huge into Smite, so when that game comes out, I'm sure uh, he'll be doing the review. Uh, that game's going to blow up. But when he was here... Right. We did like what the, the random hate from the game. It's no, gonna blow up. It's gonna be huge. Oh, oh, I heard blow. No, it's gonna be huge. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, but when he yeah. got here, everyone's like, "Yeah, man, uh, do you have Prime?" He's like, "No, why would I get Prime?" We're like, "Oh, <laughs> you gotta get Prime, dude. It'll save your life." Good so stuff. Prime's good. And then it did. Yeah, <laughs> literally, he's alive he's today alive because yeah. of it. Yeah. Marty Sleva, yeah. what do you got going on that we should know about and check out on IGN or other platforms? Uh, I don't have a lot of Xbox stuff going on, but uh, I helmed a lot of the Bloodborne IGN first content. Yes. So if you enjoy... Which is a cool video game. Yeah, and if you're a fan of the Souls, Dark Souls, Demon Souls series, mm -hmm. uh, that game's pretty cool. You should check out all that stuff. We have all <laughs> sorts of rad stuff that went up last week, that's going up this week, and that's going up for the rest of the month. Um, yeah. At McBiggity. At McBiggity. Two G's, two T's. Two G's. Follow you on the tweets. On the tweets. Tweeter. Yeah. Destin, what do you got going on? Still working on Fireteam Chat. The, the like, blow up the number on one iTunes. Video game the number one on video iTunes. game podcast <laughs> on iTunes. People love for that, like Destiny. For, three weeks. Uh, and it was in the, the featured area. Nice. Also, nice. That probably gave you a little comment. bit of a That doesn't happen to us. Yeah. So that was 
surprising and flattering. Thank you, everybody, for listening to that. I'm working your, on some your other... Your finally paid off. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm working on some other stuff that I don't really want to talk about yet. Next up, so. heroin podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, you've been doing... Uh, you're working on a, a video feature that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this, so let's talk about it off Walk by his desk yeah. and see what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, just look at my desk. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I do yeah. know that one. <laughs> Yep. Yes. No, yeah. that's really awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I heard you raging in anger oh, last yeah. week, like throwing controllers. We just do it. We were sitting <laughs> on the, the couches and Dustin walked by to get like a Red Bull and he's just <laughs> like what's wrong buddy you still can't do it <laughs> it was like it when you spent so nine hours trying to beat Tyson remember that yeah. that I finally did now yeah. it's like yeah that was a good moment <laughs> you finally did and you realized it was three in the morning and the office was empty <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. one custodian that was almost Congrats. true it was like 9pm nobody was we there we high fived and got blackout drunk <laughs> no, just, there you, you, know. you high fived and chest bumped yeah you became like flesh you targets yeah. that's right follow you at Destin Legary on twitter Mitch Dyer. Uh, probably breaking embargo a little bit, but on, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. But whatever. On Friday, uh, we have a hands-on preview of Just Cause 3 going up. Oh, so, that's okay. Yeah, we can say that. Just so, Cause? Like, just Cause. Everyone kept asking why I was going to Stockholm, and I was like, oh, Just Cause. And they're like, oh, like for vacation? I'm like, no, they get... Right. That's, it's an habit that's in, a general routine. Yeah. people say. Right. Just Who's Cause on first? 3. Yeah. We talked about it. What's I on realize, second? I didn't realize it was hands-on. Yeah, I played that game for like an hour. Uh... So that preview will go live. A little bit of interview stuff in there as well. Is that a 2015 game? Have yeah. they said? Yeah, you I forgot about that. Arms? That's this year. <laughs> grapple arms. The grapple Just arms, crying. man. The, yeah. the new skills in that game are awesome. There's nude skills. Nude skills. Coming people would soon. parachute then just grapple arm throughout the whole world. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's they they made it even too. easier for you to like navigate the world. Oh uh, yes, it's great. That's a next gen only game, right? Yes. Oh yeah. PC. Yes. Multiplayer. Multiplayer. CBD. Probably not. Probably a mod. Please. Probably a mod. Ah. That'd be a mistake. One of those hot console mods. <laughs> Wait a minute. That game's published by WB, right? Square. Isn't it? Oh, Square. Okay, damn. I was going to say, they could just mod in Batman and it'd be totally legit. It's <laughs> got my publisher's crossed. System yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe to IGN Arena on YouTube.com slash IGN Arena and on iTunes. That's our eSports and MOBA podcast. Why did I get yelled at when I giggled about my podcast? I didn't. These guys. I these guys you. talk about their podcasts. <laughs> You can talk about because you like started convulsing. Yeah, <laughs> I think you started laughing. I have at your to podcast, say, not play us. it cool, hotshot. That's true. That's true. And we'll follow you at Mitchie D. Uh, as for me, let's see here. Not much. <laughs> what can I say? Working hard, huh? Yeah. I, I don't even know what I do here anymore, besides this show, which is my favorite part of the week. You're probably gonna lead some sweet cocoa discussions. Lead? No, I'll I'll, uh, I'll be there. Okay. You can count on me to be physically and emotionally present. And then <laughs> that's good. We'll have drinks after. Yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. And I feel like, yeah, what's there's something got to be something going on. I mean, you're, you're, one of those you're guys, working on a bunch of stuff. You can't much talk about. I live in the yeah. future. Yeah, you that's live in you, the future. Yeah. You're like an orchestrator. I don't work on happen. like in magazines. When we worked in mag- you, you lived in the future constantly because you'd be working on the July issue in January. Yeah. yeah. And somehow I now work on a up to date, up to the second website, and I still live in the yeah. future. Yeah, like on Friday we got we were sending all these emails and all these exciting responses about stuff that people won't see for a while. Yeah, but if it works out and people do see it, then it's gonna be red. Anyway, I don't think I got that email. No, it was just Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Team just Discovery Channel. Just Brian works on the really exciting stuff. Just planning the next IGN firsts. Yeah. God, next I need to get few. my passport renewed. Please yeah, you do. do. You're gonna need it. Didn't you just go to Sweden? It expires today. Literally today, <laughs> yeah. my passport expires. Mazel tov. You now can't go anywhere. Don't commit any crimes because you cannot flee the country. Correct. 
All right. Anyway, uh, most of you catch the show on iTunes. You can just search for Podcast Unlocked, and the search field comes right up. You can subscribe, then it'll drip feed right into your veins the way you like it. Subscribe to the... You've, you're already on there to get Fireteam Chat, Mr. Number yeah. One Podcast. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you guys some, were like number, or we were we number were doing five. Well. You yeah. guys, yeah. you peasants were number five. <laughs> you guys that I'm going to leave soon, <laughs> like a free no. agent. Got Not my number one anywhere. podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, for Marty Sleva, Mitch Dyer, Destin Legary, my name's Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 182 for February 11th. To th- what? That's number the- four. We're number four. Yeah, yeah. And you're no, and Fireteam Chat number two. Number two. That's Got fantastic. Who's in charge now? Got busted down by Blizzard Watch. Blizzard Watch. Is that a weather? Wow. Is that a weather related uh, East Coast Blizzard games? Overwatch the podcast. Yeah. You can probably guarantee we're gonna have one of those too. Really, we're the number four. Pod- oh, that's great. This is a new podcast, so Blizzard must have just launched the podcast. Let's, it- let's stop plugging our competition. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Blizzard is our competition. Yeah, that's true. Go give them one. Stu- no, don't do that. Yeah. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks all you guys watching and listening. And remember, the show is in full video now. So yes. if you want to see that, either go to YouTube or IGN.com. So video, audio, however you want it, it's here for you. You asked, and we listened, damn it. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We give you what you want. And we'll see you next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.